States or North Carolina or the Philippines. And we're going to see that. Let's turn to Luke 10, 38, 42. We'll turn there and I'll say a, a word of prayer. And um, we'll look into this story here. See, when I have my super giant print, I don't have to have my reading glasses. So that's what I like. Okay, uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Boiling Springs Baptist Church, a lighthouse in a hospital here in Fletcher. Thank you so much for being in North Carolina tonight. And uh, just be with uh, Pastor Luther and the church here as this is their mission field. But help us to learn that we need to sit at the feet of Jesus first to hear instruction. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Uh, My proposition tonight is let us examine the godly inner beauty of Mary of Bethany. We'll see her beautiful devotion, her wrought work, and her enduring memorial. Who is this lady, Mary of Bethany? Well, there's five different uh, Marys in the Bible. Uh, As you well know, there's a lot of Marys. Uh, Jesus' mother was a Mary, and um, John Mark, I believe, had a Mary. Um, Mary Magdalene. Uh, There's a few others, but we need to try to be good Bible students, don't we? It's just not for the the full-time ministers. Let's get into being Bible students, and let's learn about these different places and people. And this family, she is the sister of Martha and Lazarus. They lived in a city uh, called Bethany. So where is Bethany? It's 1.7 miles uh, southeast of Jerusalem. So you had to go up to Jerusalem. Uh, over 2,500 feet and uh, to go up to Jerusalem. That's where Jerusalem is. You always go up as you read it in the Bible. And this family opened their house to Jesus. And how would you, what a privilege that would be to open our house to Jesus, right? And Jesus is with us all the time. Uh, We have the Holy Spirit and we need to be cognizant of that as we are in our homes and what is in our homes because Jesus is with us. But the Bible said that uh, Three times in a year, all the men in Jerusalem, all the men in, in Israel would have to go up to Jerusalem. Uh, Exodus 23, 17, I'll just read it. Three times in the year, all the males shall appear before the Lord God. Exodus 23, 14, three times thou shalt keep a feast unto me in a year. And let's re- remember that Jesus is the word of God, but he obeyed the word of God too, didn't he? And three times a year, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And this was a family, a place that he stayed. They didn't have hotels or, or ho- inns. Uh, they might have had a little inn. It was, we read the story of Bethlehem. Uh, but most people took in people. That was a big thing, hospitality. So they wouldn't be outdoors and uh, to be robbed. Uh, and we understand that Jesus did not come to this earth to build a kingdom, did he? A physical kingdom. He didn't come to build a palace like Solomon did or King David. Uh, Luke nine fifty eight. Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. And Jesus, many, most of his ministry, three years of ministry, uh, didn't have a place to stay. I'm sure he stayed in Nazareth when he was working. Uh, Jesus loved this family, Lazarus, Martha, and Mary. You would see this as Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. And it said in that account, John 11, 1 through 5, it said that Jesus loved Martha and his sister and Lazarus. And as we get into the story, we need to realize that Jesus loved each one of those members, uh, not anyone more in particular. So let's get back to the story of uh, Luke 10, 
38 through 42, and uh, we'll go from there. Now it came to pass, as they went, the disciples and Jesus, he, Jesus, entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house, Martha probably being the older, and she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about with much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to, bid, to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. Let's stop there. So we can assume that Jesus is going up to Jerusalem. Much of his ministry was out in Galilee, out in the countryside, but he was obedient and he came up to Jerusalem during the feasts. And this is a place that he stayed at. And of course, during uh, feast time, just like here in the United States, whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, Easter coming up, Resurrection Day, we would say, we're going to have a big feast, aren't we? And uh, that's what they were doing. Martha was doing. She's preparing a big feast. And as you can imagine, uh, during those feast times, as the, as the people from Israel would come up to Jerusalem, it is estimated by Josephus, the first century historian, that there was over uh, 2.7 million males in, uh, at the time as they did account. But there was many, many more people. So uh, millions of uh, people, up to two or more million people, going up into the roads. And as they would go up, they would sing uh, the, the Psalms of Ascension. That's Psalms 120 to 120, 134, 15 psalms that they would sing. I was at Crowder's Mountain uh, two, months, two, two weeks ago. The pastor said, let's go on a men's activity. Let's climb the mountain. And of course, I've gained weight through deputation. I'm like, okay, all right, let's do that. I didn't have my hiking boots up, but that was only like, I felt like singing every step of the way there. I needed some kind of cadence. But uh, they would sing the songs of ascension, uh, those psalms that would go over the history of of Egypt and remind them that they're just pilgrims uh, here on earth. And we can read that too. And we are pilgrims too, aren't we? We're, we're just passing through. We need not to uh, be so focused on our kingdom down here. It's very easy. But we see that Martha, in this beautiful portrait of a picture, as you can picture in your mind Jesus, you can hear the people singing, uh, the animals uh, outdoors, uh, there was no windows. And uh, the, probably you can smell uh, Martha cooking over coals. She had to cut up all the fresh vegetables and the fruits. And, of course, it was very labor-intensive. Martha needed help. And I'm sure Mary was helping Martha at the time. But Jesus, can you imagine uh, the Son of God who created this earth, was there in their house. And she was just attracted spiritually to be with Jesus. And we see that Mary... Uh, was attracted uh, spiritually to Jesus just like many of the people at that time, the people with leprosy and those sick with the blood issue and uh, the maniac of Gar... Uh, get it? I'm, I'm Garni- I can't say, I'm sorry, I missed that one. <laughs> um, Gadara, thank you, Gadara. They were attracted to Jesus, and we would be attracted too. And uh, we see in this verse 39... She had a sister called Mary, which sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. And what a beautiful picture that is, isn't it? Jesus sitting down at the table, and here's Mary uh, sitting there. And uh, she's showing respect to her master. In ancient times, there was a master-disciple relationship, just like Paul sat at the feet of Gamaliel. 
and uh, they would, the, the student would sit on the ground and the master would sit in a chair and the disciples would sit under the master, attentive, humble, alert, ready to learn and grow and obey. What a beautiful, peaceful uh, scene this is, isn't it? And I've seen pictures of people who draw this portrait. And Mary showed her love by listening to Jesus. She didn't say a word, did she? She is listening to Jesus. And you know what? That's what we need to do, don't we? We need to listen to Jesus. Uh, we need to, and that's one thing I've had to learn too, is God's really important. We're going to find out how much he really appreciates us to sit with him and read the Bible and see what he's trying to tell us. We need to have time to sit with Jesus. We need to have a devotional time. I like to go outdoors, and, and whether I'm doing a bonfire, uh, we got about three acres, or if I'm just sitting outdoors drinking my coffee, that's my, that's my prayer closet, outdoors. And my wife has hers, and the boys have theirs. And uh, we need to have a prayer closet. Now, we need to, to as Dr. Childs, a, a professor, uh, Pastor Luther, of course, remembers Dr. Childs, he would teach us, uh, as you do your Bible time, pray, Psalms 119, 18, open thou my eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of thy law. And just as the Lord was teaching me uh, some things in the Old Testament tonight. And it could just be a little small thing. It could be a giant thing. Um, so we see Mary sitting in, in, in 39 and heard his word. Are we hearing God's word? Uh, are we listening to God? Our lives can be so crowded with the things of this world, can it? The entertainment of this world. Uh, the music of this world, the pleasures of this world, the sports of this world, uh, the politics of this world, right? And that's like they say the national pastime in America is politics. Uh, that's why the, uh, the, the news programs are doing so well. But what was Jesus saying? Let's look at Luke 9.22. There was one thing that Jesus was saying, and that was that he was going to suffer and die. Not 22, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and the chief priests and scribes and being slain. And he's talking to his disciples and be raised the third day. And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever shall save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sakes, the same shall save it. So Jesus was telling his disciples, I am going to die. I am going to be a suffering Savior. Uh, I am going to be crucified. And they didn't want to hear nothing about that, if you would study it. They wanted to sit at the left and the right. They wanted a position there in the, Jesus' administration. They thought that he would be a David conquering uh, king that would conquer and throw off the, the kingdom of Rome, the, the rulers of Rome. Just like if we had a, a nation come in and shackle us and you could think of our enemies, and they would come and oversee us. We would not like that, would we? We would want a Savior, and they wanted a Savior too. And they weren't listening to Jesus, but Mary heard Jesus. We would see in the next situation. Martha was distracted. We're going to see really quickly here, going back to 10. Uh, Martha was cumbered about much serving, and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister have left me to serve alone? And she does something that's very dangerous. She gives a command to Jesus. She gives a directive, and she says, Bid her therefore, uh, let me find it here, Bid her therefore that she help me. I need help. And uh, so she's putting Jesus to make a decision. Now, Jesus could have said, Yes, Mary, your sister is right. You need to go help out. You need to serve. That's a good thing to do and serve. Jesus didn't say anything to Martha about serving. He didn't 
Didn't tell Martha, you need to sit with me. This is the most important thing. He just let her serve. Uh, and Mary came to sit with Jesus, and Jesus talked to her. Uh, so Jesus has to answer her, 41. Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. And he speaks to her very gently, uh, just as he repeated to uh, his uh, sorrow over Jerusalem. He'd say, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. He's saying, Martha, Martha. He's not shouting at her. He's being a gentleman, of course. Uh, he's concerned for Martha. And he's saying, uh, thou art careful. That Greek word means that your mind is divided in the Greek. Uh, you are troubled. That is the picture of rushing waters over rocks, as you would see rapids. And you know what? We can't uh, get too hard on Martha, can we? Have we ever been there, been split-minded about our service? Have we ever been troubled in our service to the Lord? Uh, that's a very human thing, isn't it? So we can't be too hard on her. Uh, but Jesus says this, but one thing is needful. And uh, that word can also be one thing is necessary. Maybe Jesus is saying one meal, one bowl is fine. Let's, let's, let's fellowship. But the one thing that Mary has chosen, that good part, shall not be taken away from her. So we see as independent Baptist fundamental uh, people that we want to serve, don't we? We want to be involved. We want to be go get them. We want to knock on doors. Uh, we're probably the main group that does it. I've never gotten a, a, a track from any other group except for independent Baptists, uh, the ones that I did see. But the Lord's trying to teach us a lesson first, is that what are we going to do? What's the first thing that he wants us to do? Serve or sit with him? He wants us to sit with him first. As we see that he defended Mary, um, the spiritual application. The most important service is to listen to our Savior first before we serve, before we become missions, missionaries. And if we're going to be mission-minded, Missions Month, we want to go rev up the missions program, don't we, here in, the, in Fletcher. Rev up the missions program in the world. But we need to sit with Jesus. Before we serve our Savior, let us sup with our Savior. Revelations 3.20, John writes, Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come unto him and will sup with him and he with me. Psalms 42.1, David writes, As the heart paineth after the water brook, so paineth my soul after thee. Uh, in closing, uh, we would see uh, her wrought work, and I will just summarize it here. In Mark 14, 1 through 3, you can go there and see it. Uh, this, right before Jesus would be crucified, the Passover before Jesus would be crucified. Uh, in that home of Simon, there was Lazarus sitting with Jesus. There was the 12 disciples. Judas was there. Um, there was Martha serving and Mary. And, and through Mark chapter 14 in the parallel, John 12, if you'll read that, you'll see that Mary of Bethany comes and she presents to the Lord Jesus an alabaster box of spikenard. Spikenard was very costly. It was an ointment that can be sold uh, as, as currency. The Romans loved to use spikenard on their, uh, on their meals. And she breaks this box. This was her life savings because she heard Jesus. And uh, Jesus would later say that she did this to, uh, for my anointing. But what happened was Judas was, uh, couldn't believe this, that she wasted this ointment on Jesus. And uh, then the disciples you would see in uh, John, 
uh, 12, that they jumped in on Mary. This beautiful scene. Mary doesn't say anything. She gives her life savings to Jesus. Uh, and Jesus said, um, really quickly, what Jesus said was, She hath wrought a good work on me. And that word, it wrought, means to work. And that good word in, in, in the Greek is kalos. She has worked a beautiful work on me. Uh, in, in Mark 14, 7, Jesus rebukes Judas. For ye have the poor with you always. Whensoever ye will be with them, do them good. But me ye have not always. And Jesus would go on and saying that she had done this for my preparation. She listened to Jesus. And then she knew how to act. Knew what to do. And we need to listen to Jesus. And then we will know what to do. Just like Mary of Bethany. Uh, and I'll, I'll turn it over to Pastor. But how are you today? Are you have time with the Lord? Do you know exactly what the Lord wants you to do? Uh, for 